Well, two months ago, the phrase social distancing meant nothing to us. But then we started hearing it a lot in the media. Politicians, doctors, we're all talking about it. But at the beginning, we were kind of confused. But then we started seeing perspex shields at Woolies and Coles, Tate squares and crosses on the floor of Bunnings to keep us apart from each customer. We saw it in action. But still, there's been confusion about why social distancing is important. How does each action that we take stop the spread? Uh, I heard uh, one caller on the radio ask about extra social distancing when walking behind someone because they'd heard farts could be spreading the virus. Confusion has been in the air recently, uh, and that feeling ties in with the confusion that gripped the disciples following Jesus' death and resurrection in Luke 24. Like social distancing, the disciples had been told about Jesus' resurrection a lot. But even when they've seen the risen Jesus in action, they still don't get it. They think they are seeing a ghost. So Jesus says, touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. Then as the disciples see and touch Jesus in disbelief, he asks for something to eat. They give him a piece of broiled fish, and you can just imagine the pin-drop silence as Jesus munched on that morsel of fish, swallowed it, then looked up at their stunned faces. I'd like to think that maybe he even hiccuped just for good measure. The disciples are dumbstruck. They had heard Jesus say many times that he would come back to life, but now it has actually happened. And he's in their living room, eating their leftovers like a relative. When the disciples saw all this, they were amazed and in disbelief because of their joy. This is simply too good to be true. And so even as Jesus swallowed the fish, the disciples couldn't digest this truth. Seeing uh, is not necessarily believing, even if that's what we usually think about belief. Show me the evidence and I'll believe, we say. But seeing, showing, looking, these phrases are repeated throughout this passage. But even then, the disciples can't comprehend that Jesus has risen. They need something else to make sense of this miracle. So let's hear what happens next as Fellowship Captain Meg Graham reads verses 44 to 49 of Luke 24 for us. Luke 24 verses 44 to 49. He told them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He also said to them, This is what is written, The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead the third day, and repentance for forgiveness of sins will be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And look, I am sending you what my father promised. As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. 
now that Jesus has uh, a full belly, he moves on from simply showing the disciples his resurrected body. And now he reveals why he has risen. Firstly, uh, he reminds them that this is not new news. In uh, verse 44, he says, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Jesus' death and resurrection was not just a random prediction that he had come up with himself, but a plan that he and the Father had been whispering through all of the Bible's history up to this point. And it centres on three key verbs. The first two are suffer and rise. Jesus is promised throughout the Bible to suffer and rise from the dead. But it is the third verb that is key for the disciples. Proclaim. The message of forgiveness wrapped in Jesus' death and resurrection is now to be proclaimed. And it won't be Jesus doing the proclaiming. It will be the disciples. But, but how can they spread the news of something they can't believe, even if they have seen it with their own eyes? Well, verse 45 tells us, Jesus opened their minds to understand the scriptures. The disciples had all the evidence laid before them, seen it in action. But until the truth of the resurrection was revealed to them or, or given to them, they did not understand it. But now they do, and they're going to proclaim it everywhere. Just like social distancing. We've been told what it is. We've seen it in action. But when it's been revealed to us in the data that social distancing has flattened the curve and is stopping the corona spread, well, then we understand and believe just how crucial it is. And we tell everyone. Jesus tells the disciples that they will be witnesses of these things. Witnesses both of what they saw, the, the wounds in Jesus' hands and side, the, the eating of the fish, but also witnesses of what they now understand. They understand the power and meaning of God's word. That's why in the writings of the disciples about Jesus, they don't just record what they saw but they regularly explain that what they saw fulfilled the promises in the Bible. They have both seen and understood the resurrection. Now you can and should go trawling through all that has been seen, recorded and proclaimed about Jesus. Year 10 are doing just that at the moment in Christian studies. The testimony and evidence is there. But just like the disciples had to have it revealed to them, we need to heed the last part of today's passage when Jesus tells them that they need to be empowered from on high. You won't work your way to believing in Jesus. It's, it's not a puzzle or code that you can solve. Faith in Jesus 
is given to us from on high by Jesus, just as it was given to the disciples. This term, I'm praying that as we see what's next with Jesus after Easter, that you'll accept what he has to offer.